All You Need to Know, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning and thanks for listening in. This is the Daily Morning Update from Bloomberg Quint and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 15th of April. Here's everything that you should know. Now, you probably heard about this already, but it bears repeating. Prime Minister Narendra Modi announced that the nationwide lockdown would remain in place for another two weeks. It is now set to end on the 3rd of May. In a televised address yesterday morning, he said that the government would evaluate every town, district and state until the 20th of April for adherence with the lockdown. Areas that are less likely to turn into hotspots will then be allowed to open up certain essential activities from that date. Detailed guidelines on the lockdown are expected from the government later today. The reason these measures are being put in place is that the number of infections in India has now risen to close to 11,000 and a large number of those cases have come within the last week itself. And this includes 1,190 people who have been discharged and 354 people who have lost their lives. The highly populated area of Dharavi in Mumbai has recorded six new confirmed cases of the novel coronavirus, including two new deaths. The economic impact, not just for India, but for the rest of the world as well, is predicted to be among the worst in modern history. The International Monetary Fund has predicted that what it calls the Great Lockdown Recession would be the steepest in almost a century and warned that the world economy's contraction and recovery would be worse than anticipated if the coronavirus lingers or returns. Globally, the number of infected has risen to close to 2 million, most of them in the US and in Europe. That's according to data available on the Johns Hopkins website. Over 125,000 people have now lost their lives because of the disease. Turning to more news from back home, India plans to ramp up production of pharmaceutical ingredients and become an alternative supplier for global drug makers hit by factory shutdowns in China due to the pandemic. Bloomberg has reported that the government's so-called China Plus One strategy involves identifying essential drug ingredients, providing incentives to domestic manufacturers and reviving ailing state-run drug makers. Meanwhile, in the auto space, Maruti Suzuki's chairman R.C. Bhargava is predicting that there is a possibility of a spurt in car demand after the lockdown is lifted as people are likely to continue to practice social distancing. That would come as a welcome relief to automakers that were struggling to push sales even before the outbreak began. In more corporate news, Reliance Industries plans to raise 9,000 crore rupees through non-convertible debentures to refinance its high-cost debt. Remember, Reliance may be India's most cash-rich company, but it also has the most debt at over 1.5 lakh crore as of March. The NCDs will be privately placed. And there's going to be another six tranches of gold bonds from the government starting the 20th of April. That's according to the Reserve Bank of India. I'm sure you've heard about this already. You essentially buying gold in dematerialized form and you also earn an interest on it. On maturity, what you get back essentially depends on the spot gold at the time. 
They have a tenor of eight years, these bonds, and an exit option after the fifth year on interest payment dates. Now, remember, if you're planning on holding on to this bond for a while, it takes into account the price of gold around the time of the issue. And these being difficult times, the price of gold is actually quite high because of safe haven demand. So you should probably consult with a financial expert before you go ahead and buy these. In international markets, U.S. stocks rose in yesterday's session on hopes that the number of coronavirus cases is plateauing. The Dow rose 2.4%, while the S&P 500 and Nasdaq rose 3 and 4% respectively. Stocks in Asia are muted at the start though, with the Nikkei 225 losing a third of a percent. And with that, it's over to Agam Vakil for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning Agam, how are we looking today? Good morning Alex and good morning listeners. Like other Asian indices open for trade right now, the SGX Nifty is currently trading flattish, marginally in the red. The earnings season is upon us and it starts with IT major Wipro, which is expected to report a muted quarter with a marginal growth in revenues sequentially owing to challenges on account of coronavirus outbreak. The company is also expected to guide for a sequential decline in revenues for the first quarter of FY21. We have Metropolis Healthcare in focus as key investor Carlyle looks to sell 13% stake or more than 65 lakh shares at a floor price of 1100 rupees per share. The floor price is at a discount of 17% from yesterday's closing market price. Besides Metropolis Healthcare, we have Thyrocare Technologies and Dr. Lalpath Labs, which are also in the news, as the Supreme Court allows private labs to charge a fee for COVID tests. The Supreme Court clarified that free COVID-19 tests at private labs are only for the poor. Biocorn and Myelin have launched Fulfiller, a biosimilar to New Luster in Australia. Fulfiller is approved by the Therapeutic Goods Administration for the treatment of cancer patients following chemotherapy. Moving on to Matheson Sumi Systems, which has said in a press release that the company doesn't see any change in contracts or programs and most of its customers intend to catch up on lost production time in the coming months due to pent-up demand. We also have Jaguar Land Rover Automotive PLC's outgoing CEO Ralph Speth, who has been asked to delay his retirement to help the premium automaker get through the coronavirus pandemic. He had said earlier this year he would retire when his contract runs out in September, but was to ask for stay on longer by the Tata Group. This is a Bloomberg report. Moody's has set aside GSW Steel for a review to downgrade and the ratings outlook has also been revised under review from Stable. UPL in a press release has said that all its factories around the world remain in operation following an enhanced internal safety guideline. And finally, we have Midhani or Mishra Dhatu Nigam, who has given us an FY20 update and is saying that its variation order proposal has grown 21% to 980 crores and sales turnover, however, have remained flat year on year at a little over 711 crores. Now, these are just some of the stocks that we can watch out for as we move into trade today. 
But don't forget to go through our morning edition of All You Need to Know only on BloombergQueen.com. Thanks, Agam. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day and stay safe. I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IVM Podcast app? On the IVM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene and the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladiti Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IVM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy.